And welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode, as Bill Murray sung us in there, where me and my man Matt Razor are going to be going through Star Wars number 12, all the ups and downs of a flashback episode there, where we're going to find out about a little tidbit of Hoth craziness that both Han and Chewbacca ended up saving the day. And it's funny. When we're talking about it, it doesn't even strike me until just now doing this intro that, yeah, Chewbacca never really gets any credit for anything, does he? He really, really does not because he ends up saving the rebellion just as much as Han does. But Han gets all the kudos. And I guess that's what happens when you get frozen up in carbonite. But before we go into this episode, let me tell you where you can find us. Go over to the Twitters. Follow us at ws marvel comics and if you follow us we'll follow you back 100 percent. we follow everybody back out of the kindness of our hearts i think it's a nice thing to do it's a little thing but it's a nice thing to do that not a lot of people end up doing they think they're cool for having so many more followers than what they follow i call that a jerk that's just me though that's just me. But you also can go over to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and then also go over to our Patreon to support us for what we do on this feed. Also end up for supporting us if you listen to DC stuff as well as the manga stuff now. And with that, you'll get a ton of shows in return, a bunch of Marvel shows and a bunch of Star Wars shows. We end up having a... Star Wars bonus episode each and every week where me and my man Pete from NYC are going through the 2015 run of the Star Wars book with the main book being the Jason Aaron Star Wars book. So you can go and listen to that. We end up having a Marvel events show that I do with my man Double A Run. We have a back issues Marvel podcast where we go through Issues from the past, just kind of things with themes and things like that. I do that with my man Stork. And then we have a bunch of DC stuff, manga stuff, TV, movie, cartoon, all sorts of crazy stuff over there. And if you go over right now, you can also listen to our Patreon Marvel Comics Spotlight. It's only on the Patreon once a week, Wednesday night. And this past Wednesday, me and Brandon ended up talking about nonstop Spider-Man number one. And Deadpool Nerdy 30, number one. So if you wanted to listen to those, you can go over and listen to them on the Patreon. Sign up right now. You won't be charged right away. You'll only be charged if you carry over into April. If you don't want to do that, you can quit before April 1st, April Fool's Day, and you'll never be charged a cent. So it is a free trial. And I would just say go check it out. No fuss, no must. See what we're doing. See if it's for you. If you like podcasts, I think you can find some things to enjoy. But with that, we're going to go off to me and Matt talking about Star Wars number 12. All right. And here I am with my man, Matt. How you doing, Matt? Pretty good. All right. And we are going to be talking about Star Wars number 12. Feels like a while since we had the actual Star Wars mm-hmm. book, but they had those couple weeks where we had nothing. So I guess that was why. Um, but it's written by Charles Soule, Ramon Arozanis on art, 
Rachel Rosenberg on Colors and VCs, Clayton Cowles on Letters, Operation Starlight Part 4, Reflections of the Lost. And uh, before the crawl here, this pretty much is a side story type deal yep. where they kind of step back and you have a little moment uh, to talk about, you know, the loves of certain people's lives is what we end up getting, including Leia telling a story about Han that you had an issue with a little. It's <laughs> nice enough, but it is a little big. The idea it get well, we'll get to it. I'm telling yeah, you where yeah. I think it's too big is actual ships are in the air. Like the idea that the whole rebel fleet pulled out of Hoth for a little to then go back and land. And it's a little yep. too much. Uh, Starlight Squadron's first mission ends in disaster. Commander Zara, eager to destroy the scattered rebel fleet, sprung a trap that cost the squadron their leader, Shara Bay. The rest of Starlight escaped with their lives, carrying crucial Imperial data that could give the rebellion the edge they need to finally defeat the Empire. And yeah, you end up having pretty much the idea of, hey, let's see more of Poe Dameron's parents, learn about them. Find out while also Leia is thinking about Han because Kess ends up upset, goes to, you know, this observation deck Mm -hmm. where Leia is looking out. Looks very similar to when you end up having the Millennium Falcon pull out at the end of Empire to go off to find things and stuff like that. Luke was there with Leia at that point. Luke is nowhere to be found and all that with this, but you end up having Leia. You know, thinking back to the I love you, I know moment, probably pissed off. Probably like, what a jerk. (laughs) Like, he couldn't even say it. Um, Mm -hmm. But then Kess comes and says, oh, hey, uh, I like to come here, too, uh, to, you know, clear my head, think about Shara, especially now that she is missing. And I, I, I would think that they should presume her dead. I mean, really, for what's going on. But they're hopeful. And then at the end, it's like Leia's just like, eh, you know, that's why you need hope. The best thing that I think is when Luke's not in earshot, they're not talking the force nonsense. This, this is like, you know what, your wife, she might be ca- none of this nonsense. They, they only do that stuff. when he's around. Yeah. They only do that when he's yeah, around. I'm saying, they're like, well, Luke's around. They'll be like, listen, the force will have a way. They're like, wink, wink. Like here, you're you're down to the point of let's just hope she's alive. None of that force. I'm waiting for Luke to come in. I think I sent something. And like, yeah, go go to the cantina or something. Go get something to eat. But yeah, they're talking and you start off and I thought it was a nice enough deal. You end up having Kess say that he likes to come out when there's space battles and he yep. watches things because he's, you know, a guy who's stuck on the ground. He's not a pilot. And so he likes to watch all that. I'm telling you, if, if Tanya... My wife was out doing space battles. I don't think I'd want to watch. I would just probably sit there and like, I don't know, because then I'd start getting mad at her and I'd start trying to get a hold of her for her nonsense and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was weird that they called it space battles. Just call it battles. Yeah. Yeah. Space battles. Yeah. I, I, I like this part enough, but at the beginning I started rolling my eyes a little bit because then it just goes to Poe. And I'm like, okay, well, I get it. I mean, we realize that these are Poe's parents and and the idea of having, you know, he's a handful, he's a beautiful disaster, all these things where he goes and he has a little holodeck Mm -hmm. of young Poe playing around or whatever. And he talks to, he he can't send a signal out. He can't get a hold of of Poe. Hopefully Poe has a babysitter. 
right? He's not just there as like a three-year-old <laughs> watching himself. I think he's with somebody. I imagine <laughs> he's out in the wild being raised <laughs> by wolves. And um, you sit there, and, and the thing is, it's supposed to be real nice, right? You have Cassidy's like, I, I talk to Poe like I'm talking to him. And I kind of got sad for Poe. I'm like, oh, poor Poe. He doesn't have his mom and dad there. How no, Who knows how long and whatever. And I don't really know the exact story of Poe being brought up and how long and whatnot. But mm-hmm. it kind of made me sad uh, while he's there. And the idea of this, though, is, oh, well, Leia says. And it's like it's like a very special episode clip show. It's so, yeah. tell me how you guys met. I also think that when Kess is talking, Leia's doing the math to make sure that they didn't live in sin at any time with, with Poe. <laughs> like she's like, wait a second, he's this old man. You're right. But she says, you know, where did you meet? And they start going, and he says that he was there almost like on a bachelor, bachelorette-type party. One of his friends was going to get married. They went to Galator 3. Luckily, it wasn't Canto Blight because I, I'm sick of that. But they end up where they're betting. And I love the idea. They don't have a lot of money. They're having fun doing this and whatnot. But they decide to bet on the races. And I love when they bet, they bet seven credits on just a random racer. They don't say the name because it is going to be Shara. But the yeah, idea where this guy's like, huh, so you want to wish to bet your seven credits? Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> He's that. like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's like Poe is like one of those guys that's going to go and they're at the hotel and he tips the the guy bringing up the bags like fifty cents, and thinks that he <laughs> he is actually like Macaulay Culkin in the whole uh, Home Alone two. But he ends up picking the deal, and they watch the race, and pretty much, I mean, this is that, that's it's not pod nice. racing, but it is pod. That's all it crest is. racing. Yeah, they call it is. It. and it, it looks like the idea of almost like the combo of the pod racing, but also in the Last Jedi. Uh, those ships that were kicking up all the red sand and salt mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because then it looks okay. I mean, it looks it's like fine. hydro racing. Yeah, yeah, and it looks fine. They're going over water, and they end up getting to a point where I'm telling you, if this is the race, who who designed this racetrack? I mean, really, you end up bottlenecking <laughs> to the end where you end up having only one racer be able to go through this final tunnel uh, to win. And I'm sure that they have death, and they do say that it's pretty much called you yeah, know, every race. Yeah, yeah, every race. There's got to be deal because I'm not backing down. I'm going, and and they're like, oh yeah, it's called the death shoot. Yeah, it is. It, it really <laughs> is. And and the thing that gets me in these things, you could think it's badass because oh man, you know, it's playing chicken with the deal. Who the heck is being paid to clean up this mess afterwards? And because there's going to be, and also it ends up being Shara, who you don't quite know it's her, but you know it's her. Mm-hmm. And this other racer, I mean, where is he pulling off to? Because I think he's hitting that waterfall wall there, and he's, he's dying Maybe flying anyway. up into the stands I or guess. spectators yeah, or whatever killing that is. them because they're yeah. all up there too. Oh, my God. I, again, there's a lot of times that these things end up being for, like, you know, show or, or bad-ass-ery, uh, yep. but they, they don't really make much sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool. I guess you want to get the idea. But really all it is is to just have nerves of steel to win. But, you know, Shara won. Well, it kind of it kind of eliminates you having a close finish. Yeah, Whoever I mean, makes it through the, the shoot wins. Imagine that at the other end of the shoot. Like, you've already seen the end of the race. I hope this yeah. shoot isn't that long. Uh, you know, and then yeah. I was thinking, there is room on top. Maybe you could flip up and get on top of the other. Because oh, it looks fly like a big it. deal 
And then that would be pretty cool. But, you know, the problem is, is that's not part of this, right? So you end up where Shara parks and Poe wins his money. I'm telling you, for the amount that he bet, but she is not really have any odds. Uh, I think he won like $32, but he, he's, he's happy. <laughs> and he runs down. He's got his golden ticket. He runs, And then he decides to go and thank the pilot that won the money. He has no idea what's yeah. going on, but wants to go. Thank it. I just love it. I'm like at the track, right? And I'm like, oh man, you know, the, the horse winter storm. I don't know what horse is like. The one, <laughs> I'm going to go down and talk to the jockey. I go down. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't security. Know. Yeah, security. Really. I'm like, who oh, can I pet the horse? Can I feed the horse some oats? But yeah, he just walks down there. No security there for the And these there's pilots. nobody even around her congratulating no, her or anything. The guy who ends up, or guy, gal, alien, whatnot, that ends up not going through that thing, I think he or she, whatever, is going to come and start beating up. <laughs> it's bad. But he comes down. Hey, I'd like to thank you for that. And then luckily you have Shara has short hair, or you would have had that classic where, you know, Charlie's Angels deal where she takes off the helmet and the hair's flying all over the place. She just turns around and I like that you end up having also she's got like smudges on her, grease smudges, which I had to amplify my deal and, and look. She's got that cool haircut. Yeah, I like it. And I, I like I like short hair. With the ladies, by the way. Oh, okay. and, and, nice. and like long hair with the guys. Look at me. I'm all <laughs> over the place. I actually thought she had face tattoos here. So yeah, I had I to use so to magnify. I'm like, what's that? Oh, it's smudges. Smudges. I thought yeah. like before they met, she was all face tattooed and I'll marry you, but you got to get rid of them face tattoos. Laser surgery. They're yeah. Mike Tyson. Uh, so you <laughs> end up and, and actually then went to Luke and it was, it was lightsaber, you know, surgery. But, uh, yeah, it's nice enough. And, you get to see, you know, the toughness of each of them. I did laugh, too, because you did have Poe kind of at one point. I forget what he said, but kind of cursed a little. It was like even him saying like hell, it, it threw me off a little But You do get these things with these two really show you Poe. You know what I mean? You have Kess who he cares, but he's kind of a, a Weisenheimer. He likes to crack wise, but he's also can. Mm-hmm. But you also have the great pilot of his mom. And and the no fear and stuff like that. And I like that combo that we He's end up mix. getting getting Poe, even though Poe takes the jokes a little too far and drives me <laughs> nuts, right? And he, he really does. Yeah. I, I should Are end up angel? having the thing like, okay, holding. Uh, I'll hold for him. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I, that drove me nuts at the beginning of Last Jedi. But yeah. you end up having story time. So it's Leia's like, oh, my God, that's such a great story, you habitual uh, gambler. And drunk because then you end up having Shar and him go for a drink, wink, wink, and, and then it's like, oh my, you went for a drink, and then the idea is like, oh, so then speaking of it, I like how how Kess goes a little over the line a little, like, and hey, uh, speaking of your beautiful disaster, uh, what, what's Han doing? Are you thinking about Han right now? And she's like, oh, what, what do you mean? I'm telling you. The worst kept secret in the rebellion right there. Everybody knows. Also, I think Leia now has her eye on Kess because he called Han beautiful disaster. He, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch you competition. once I end up in getting him out of that carbonite. Uh, but I did like the idea because you would, you would expect, and even when, when Han gets out of the carbonite later, like he's shivering and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, you would expect that maybe if you are thinking whatnot, it would be cold. To be in the carbonite. So I like this even setup where you talk about Hoth 
and how Han was there and he hates the cold. That's the thing mm-hmm. he hates the most. Can't stand it. All that stuff going on, which then leads to Han having to convince everybody, I mean it, I'd rather be on Tatooine. Well, we already heard you hate the cold, so I guess he would want to be on Tatooine. But they end up going on Hoth. Han's pissed. You know, and all the time with Han, he's always looking, you know, the other way to, to get the back door out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're fixing the stuff and going. But the big thing is Leia's talking about this saying, yeah, you know, we had, you know, he was on the coldest planet in the whole galaxy, uh, but he stayed. And then not even that, they ended up having a reactor meltdown situation where the heating core, all the stuff was going to break. And if it did, Everybody would have to get out of there and could die because of yep. the meltdown radiation. Also, mm-hmm. half of the place is going to end up melting and falling on him because pretty much the rebellion did go off and just make snow forts for their, you know, big thing is what mm-hmm. they end up doing, which I always thought was the greatest. And really, I don't know that it was a planned thing, but boy, when winter came around my place around the time of Empire Strikes Back, so we, we would build a lot of snow forts and say that we were on Hoth. It was great. So you end up where the idea that the core there is something that is very similar. It's Carillion. So it's very similar to the Millennium Falcon, all these things going on. So you end up having Han and Chewie. We can fix it. You know, as we have, this we is have an extra one laying yeah, around. We have an extra one, even though that ship is always falling apart and can never get going. <laughs> but yeah, they have extras of everything they say, except the most important stuff, I think. Uh, but, <laughs> With that, they end up, before that, Han's pissed because everybody goes into the ships. Now, again, all I can think of is how many people you've heard of in the past where it's cold, let's get in the car, and they're in an enclosed area. And they end up dying. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what's going to go on here. Carbon but, monoxide. Yeah, yeah. So they end up going to fix it. They only have 10 minutes. <laughs> so they get there. Now, Chewie. He can fix anything, especially C-3PO about 50 million times. But he ends up, they get there, it's really bad. And now I start to think, well, what are you doing, Han and Shui? I mean, really, because they decide uh, out of nowhere, we've got to heat this area up. Because when the, the, the technicians were there were saying, as it got colder, this thing was working harder. It was trying to, it was overheating. And, and in the meantime, I'm not I'm not even saying that they said that this core was bad. It was a little on the fritz, whatever. But the real problem is the cold of Hoth because this mm-hmm. new one is going to get cold, too. But they need to warm up the room. Now, the room is made of, of ice and snow. Looks right? like it. Yeah. yeah. They're there with a core reactor that's melting down. Chewie goes and he's like, oh, man, what? Blow up the fuel. That's a great idea. Like, it's not going to cause any problems, including smoke. And even at one point, Chewie, when they do it, they end up dumping the fuel on the ground, and then Han shoots it. It blows up (laughs) in a huge explosion that probably should just destroy this core. They're all dead, but not. And they end up with the idea where Chewie's (laughs) like, "Ah, no, don't worry about smoke. No, you better worry about that. You are in such a small room, and you blew up fuel. And the problem is they can't <laughs> see, but they, they seem to be okay. They're both going to die of lung cancer before their time. And all this going down. Also, this is where I said it's a little too much to me where the ships actually go out and yeah, take the off. stakes are huge. I mean, this is humongous for yeah. people to be like, oh, yeah, because Poe does remember this. He, he goes, slightly oh, yeah, remembers I slightly it. <laughs> remember it. No, this, this 
and, you know, ad ads coming at your butt are, are yeah. the biggest things that would have happened. And maybe people would have heard, oh, Luke got stranded and, and Han saved. Um, but, yeah, you end up with having Neem Nub there, the best co-pilot uh, ever. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, that face. I, I love the idea. He's like, I'm real comfortable here in the Millennium Falcon. And then Leia's like, don't get used to it until the next movie. You and Lando will be here. But yeah, he, he, he's one of those guys that I always laugh at when I see he him. He needs Botox or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he needs a lot. But also, he, he needs a better helmet. I, I mean, he ends up having like a, uh, Amelia Earhart, you know, leather cap on, which it always looks like made it's me laugh. sewed onto his head or something. Like, maybe you open that up and, and what you see are his hopes and dreams. Yeah. Because <laughs> you see his brains. But yeah, they go out and Han, he ends up saving the day. Probably because the Millennium Falcon at that point was being used to just hold the Tauntaun. Oh, those dirty, stinking Tauntaun. Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, but, yeah, he ends up saving the day. He comes in, and then you end up having the idea where Cass is like, I, I don't realize, you know, I don't even know we did this. I kind of remember that evacuation and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I didn't know he was involved. He always seemed pissed. He always seemed like he didn't want to be there, whatever. And Leia says, well, that's just him. You know, he hates the cold. But he never left. He liked to complain. Actually, by the point here, uh, I might give Charles Sewell some credit because Leia does act like a wife or husband who's now talking to somebody else about their significant other and bitching and moaning. Right? Mm-hmm. She's not like, Han's the greatest ever. It's like, oh, he's such a pain in the butt. But he, Like backhanded compliments oh, yeah, or something. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, he's a disaster, all right. Keep saying that. Half like, useless. Yeah, half useless is the one. I'm like, really? He said it twice. Half useless. Really, yeah. Please. And and another big thing in this that is kind of alluded to, but not really you know, played out by the end, is that you know, Mon Mothra, she's out. The the big to-dos of the Rebellion are out off-planet there. Mm-hmm. Leia's in charge. If she screws this up, you know, there, there's trouble. Everything's for her. And, yeah, you end up, though, Han saves the deal. He hates the cold, but he never left. He's half useless. And then all of a sudden, beep, boop, boop. We got a signal. We think it's Shara. Shara. And then Leia's like, you talk first. And then he gets on and we find out that she's home aloneing or, or dieharding this crap. I'd yep. love it if she starts running around and, and then has like a picture of one of those Twilight dance girls from Jabba's palace. And she keeps kissing and putting the hand on it like in Die Hard. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, she's there. Ready to splice it. And really, it is more diehard than, than Home Alone. But I like mm-hmm. to think that she's going to set traps and stuff. Uh, Hopefully, we which, see that. It looks like she may have killed a couple stormtroopers and maybe a cannibal because I don't know how she's getting along with no food. But maybe she steals that. But she might be eating stormtroopers. We don't know. Uh, just there with the helmets there. She's probably playing the bongos on them as well. But she's spliced into an R2 unit and, um, or at least an astromech there. One of the Black Astromex, and you know that's the Empire, and she's using it mm-hmm. to call out. I would be worried that maybe because she is using the secret code on a star to say that something might go wrong there, yeah. but it doesn't seem like they'll go with that. She is actually also splicing in to the computer, seeing what's going on, and has some information for Leia that can end up saving their butts, but we're going to end up having everybody, and I do think that what this leads to is the idea, remember, Kess said, I don't fly. I like watching this. I think he's going to go with them. I think the Starlight Squadron's going to go in, and you're going to have that combo deal where 
You're going to have them and Kess and his guys, and they're going to go in and try to get her out. But it's kind yeah. of a suicide mission flying to a Star Destroyer to go in. But he'll, that's he'll be the one cool. that saves her, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, she's going to be in that area. He's going to come in. He's going to be dressed as a stormtrooper. He's going to want to say, I'm your husband, Kess. I'm here to save you. She's going to kill him and eat him before it happens. And then that, that's <laughs> how. Great. And Poe has a very dark family history. But, yeah, I expect that we're going to get a pretty much almost like the amalgam of the Death Star rescue of Princess Leia, but this time with Shara. Uh, and that's pretty cool. And I hope you see next, you have a pretty cool, the hunt for Han Solo uh, starts there with and Luke, Luke Chewbacca. Luke's back. Yeah, C-3PO, uh, a, a, like a bunch of crazy Gamorrean guard, guard, back guard there, in the yeah. back and stuff. That looks cool. I mean, that's co- like, and I don't know, I guess that we're going to start off this new thing. So we have this little bit of a cool down. You get to have Han. I said, it's tough. You can't have Han in this because he's in Carbonite, but you get him flashback. So that's cool. Just to kind of remember, Shara's there. She's okay. Now let's go and see Luke and Chewbacca and all that going on. Yeah, this looks really cool. In the meantime, you still have Lando in the background because it's Lando is running his mouth about Leia and <laughs> Han, too. That's what Kess is like. Lando's telling everybody. But you still have that idea of Lando maybe turning and being not so great a guy and stuff like that. So you have a couple things brewing. Uh, this was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hate to give it a, a bad score. Because it's nice, it doesn't really do much for the story here, but you get to see Poe's parents, how they met, things like that. Leia talking about a, you know, a story of the unknown tales of Han Solo. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven five. I, I could even go to an eight because it's so nice and and whatnot. But it is just a clip show flashback type deal, so I don't want to get too crazy about it. Eh, screw it. I'm going to go eight. Uh, so I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going to be positive this week and go eight because yeah. it just when I say a score and I said I don't sit there and get out the abacus and work no. out a score. It's a gut feeling, and sometimes like yep. that I'll say that and it just it feels too negative for what I just read. Uh, so yeah, eight eight out of ten, nice deal. Ready for things to pick up next issue with you know Luke and Chewbacca. It better be, better be not be one of those times where they fool us and we go because that looks like. It does pretty much f- a classic looking cover there. Like that looks real cool. So yeah. hopefully that's the case. I'd go with eight too. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're looking at that score art versus whatever story, I'd be a four and a four. So yeah, yeah. That's and yeah, the art seems better this issue. I don't yeah, know if it, it was some the 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 faces look better and the scale or something, but this is definitely better art than last. I think it's some of the same artists, but I don't remember. Yeah, it is. It is the same. And uh, but yeah, it does look better because I think yeah. we did have a little bit of an issue. Yeah, like their uh, heads were well, too big or something. These yeah, are good, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for next week to see what we have. We have uh, Bounty Hunters next week. Oh, okay. uh, so we'll go with that. I was really just hoping it was Darth Vader is what I was. But we have Yeah, to Darth Vader, the, that's the best. Yeah. We know yeah. it's the best. And I even said I, I was thinking more about High Republic because we did High Republic number three, and we're a little down on that. I did end up talking about it in our Patreon Slack chat, and mm-hmm. John Wayne who's the resident fan of Star Wars stuff, especially like the Clone Wars and stuff like that. And he's mm-hmm. really into the High Republic stuff. So I ended up, they were talking about some people in the Slack were like, oh, this High Republic stuff isn't doing much for me. John Wayne said, well, you have to kind of take it all in at once. And, you know, some of the things are up, some are down. And I said, well, the comic to me is down because I don't know these characters. And he said, not even just like confirming the deal, but he said, yeah, it's true, the comic. 
you, you kind of need to have the books and things that give you more of the background of the characters. And I, I thought myself, that's what we were afraid of because we're here for the comics. So <sighs> yeah, it's challenging. If it doesn't, and maybe what we need is this first arc to go, then we'll be up to speed at least with what's with the characters. But I'm telling you, if the character work does not get better and we start going to other things that aren't explained in the comic, we may end up dropping it. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to end up being negative about a book just because I'm not I'm not informed by things that aren't the comic book. Like I said, this is one of those things where we were afraid that it was happening and we're not hating it for any other reason, but we're not getting enough of those characters. So hopefully we get up to speed with everything and they realize that that's the case, that they have to do a little more character work for people who are just into the comics. But yeah. It's the big package deal, it seems, with that. I don't know that, right? I don't got time for that. I can't even have time for the pod racing. But, yeah, we'll be with Bounty Hunters next week. But, everybody, thanks. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you're reading the Star Wars stuff as we are. And you can go over again to our Twitter, WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash science, where you can and- get a bunch of shows, a lot of Star Wars shows, and this show goes up about a day early as early access one of the few marvel things that we are able to have the option of doing that so that's something to do and you have that other star wars yeah and we have a a bonus star wars show that i think it's going to end up being twice a month eventually uh that it's just going through the jason aaron run of stars the one previous to this that's between you know the New Hope and Empire. So it's got that same kind of feel with in-between movie deals, and it's really mm-hmm. good. I do like it. I, I haven't read yep. a ton of it, but I uh, really like the Darth Vader and the Dr. Aphra in that run of books, too. So Classics. Yeah, yeah, those are real good. So we'll be doing that as well, so you can hear that as well. So yeah, check that out, and we will talk to you next week. Later.